the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to RFUA Swell Radio. Get ready to join members of the San Diego-based musical group SLED for a journey celebrating rock and roll music both past, present, and future. This is RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer San Diego. Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the first Saturday of 2024. It's a really nice, cold, but dry evening here in Southern California. Saturday evening, February the 3rd, 2024. Welcome to Swell Radio RFUA. And tonight we bring in a a founding brother where it all began, Mike Feminelli, our First guitar player in Sled, who was an original member, helped us form the band with Doug Johnson, our bass player, Carrie Dino, and myself. The Swell Aussie Music Minute, the Sled Track of the Week. A lot to cover, a little bit of time. My name's Peter DeLuke. I'm Dino DeLuke. And that means I must be Swell Aussie. Put a log on the fireplace, put the TV on mute, grab some JMO and a cold one. Let's get this party started. Sit back. You're going to learn a lot of history and biography about the, the musical group Sled tonight. And uh, it's going to be fun, man. AM 1170. FM 96.1 on the answer. KCBQ San Diego. Swell Radio. RFUA. We'll be right back. There's more RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer, San Diego. That's right, party animals. Scorpion Percussion. You want some sticks to kick? You got to go to Scorpion Percussion. Located on 5955 Megatron Boulevard, San Diego, California. Check out the exclusive Dino DeLuke Signature Series Drumsticks with sled on them exclusively at Scorpion Percussion. Get with Smitty. He'll give you the best sticks to kick. Scorpion Percussion, a San Diego corporation. When hunger strikes, hit Mary's Donuts and Deli, 10101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. You don't want to forget about eating the wonderful sandwiches at Mary's Donuts and Deli. The Union Tributes Deli of the Year Award and Bakery of the Year Award. That's Mary's Donuts, 101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. Tell them Sled sent you. Rock on. Where your Saturday nights really rock. Swell Radio RFUA, 96.1 FM and AM 1170 KCBQ. For all your legal needs, Arena Law Group. 2732 Fifth Avenue, San Diego, California, 92103. All aspects of criminal law from DUI, domestic violence, drug charges, homicide, and even all your civil litigation needs. Albert Arena, over 35 years of trial experience in San Diego County. Arena Law Group, 619-231-3100. Again, 619-231-3100. Albert Arena, he won't let you down. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brian Tishy from Silverthorne, and you're listening to Swell Radio RFUA with my friends from SLED in San Diego on KCBQ. We missed you. We're back. Swell Radio RFUA. What's up, everybody? You got Dino here in the house. Now, I got to tell you, the cool thing about this show this week we got one of the founding fathers of SLED in the house, Mr. Mike Feminelli. And you know what? We're going to rock to this killer song that we wrote called Glazed. Take it away, Todd. Oh, Lord, rubs his foot 
Glazed off the dopamine record, Sled's first record. And our special guest this week is Michael Feminella. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Mikey. Right on. Thanks for having me. So the cool thing about what we were doing in the beginning, man, we had a cover band Nemesis for many years, which we still have going. But at, at the end of 19, towards the middle end of 1994, we played over at a bowling alley in Claremont. Remember that? And your old band, Rise or Fall, was playing. And when Dino and me and you, we'd seen you for the first time play guitar. We didn't know Mike yet. But we were like, that dude friggin' smokes. And we had been kicking around the idea of doing something different as we were heading into 1995. And uh, I think it was you, Dino, that made contact with Mike. No, right? what happened was... I'd been hanging with John Thompson, mm. who was a oh, singer really? in Rise and Fall. Yeah, John, great, great and singer. Carrie's like, well, dude, he ain't playing with John no more. I'm going to hit up Feminella. I know him from some 14. Right, yeah, Carrie and Mike knew one another for so, a long time. Carrie hit you up. I met you. You came over to my house to meet with me in Ally Gardens. Yeah, I remember that. And yep. the rest is history. And then man. he called me, and I, I said to Doug, I said, "Hey, man, we're gonna. I think we're gonna we're gonna jam with this guitar player. We're gonna we're just gonna form a new band. It's an all original band, man. We didn't even have a name yet. We didn't even have any idea what we were gonna do. And by the way, Glaze, amazing guitar solo by Mike and Carrie's vocals. And it's it's about a heavy, pretty heavy subject of of, of suicide. And it's a young kid, and um, it's something I've actually witnessed firsthand, not during it, but ex post facto. And when you think about what, how this tears people's lives apart. It's a very sensitive subject, but all throughout the years, we've always written songs about things that matter. 
whether it's a current event or whatever it may be, if you really delve into our, our library of our many albums of music and what we write about, we always have a reason for writing a song and there's always a subject topic behind it. We think that's one of the, one of the things that separates us from any other bands. We don't just to write a jam song, but just any old lyrics or every song tells a story or talks about something we agree with or disagree with or a viewpoint or whatever it may be. So get back to the story, man. So Carrie brings this guy over to my house and uh he had long hair and he was a cool dude man i liked him and liked the vibe so we were rehearsing at some little like uh it was a, wasn't it was it a, a storage, storage joint unit? yeah on uh, uh in el Cajon. right yep and uh we all went down we set up you brought your rig in with the intellifex and uh mesa boogie head and uh the rest was history, man. We started writing this record. Yeah, it took us, I don't know, six And then months, when we decided to record the record, Mike's like, dude, I got this guy, Woody Barber. I worked with him. He's at San Diego recording. We're going to give him a chance. He's going to track the record. So we went to Woody, and you had done, yeah, I think, Woody, stu- Woody you had done some stuff. Job. Woody did. Yeah. And, and, uh, and he's still alive. He's in Mississippi now. Oh, we ran into a cousin yeah, of his. Yeah, yeah his it, was, it was fun working with Woody, man. You know, and a lot back in those days, man, we were a lot younger. So, hell, we'd play a Nemesis gig and we were running over, and I was doing keyboard track <clears> at two o'clock in the morning till six or seven in the morning. And you know, I liked to work late at night back in those days, not so much as I used to, but you know, all of us had a chance to just give. And Woody gave us some cool input, some guidance. No, he was great. He's like, hey, man, for that man. record, he was great. Didn't we do some tracks up in Escondido at Exum Studios? Well, you know what happened? I think Blink-182 was breaking out right there, too, up there. They were, and they were were there in the studio. Exactly. What we did is we did the first songs for the video at Trojan Horse. Remember that? Yeah. We did Taxman up there the first time we recorded it. It I believe that's a different different recording than what's on the CD. We have some old-school video. We have one, The Ringing Inside You, too, with our buddy Stevie and his his girlfriend at the time, who turned out to be pretty, pretty insane. In real life, we didn't really realize that as we're because ringing inside you is going to want to be one of the signs. It might be the next one, but it, it's on. It's about a girl that's completely losing her mind, and uh, Teresa, the girl at the time, she. I haven't seen that video. I'm sure Dino has it somewhere in his I collection. Do. But Mario shot that. Yeah, Mario Frasca, and he shot, shot Taxman. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He shot Taxman yeah. too. So. Taxman. I have a copy of that. It's I do cool. too, man. Yeah. It's a I think we're going to get to that track right now. So this is a, a song that ringing we inside, put together. Yeah. It's a, about a girl that completely just loses her mind and it's ringing inside you and uh, it's the dopamine album take it away Todd Did you, did you ever see 
Sled, it's ringing inside you. So the, here's the, one of the, I know you wanted to say something too, but so back then, you know, besides me b- being a guy that writes all the songs, we get a guitar player that not only smokes, but Mike's like, I also write too, brother. So, you know, and I'm like, F-ing. so, excuse me, we blurped that out. So, uh, you know, we had a chance to individually contribute our writing skills and write, co-write things together. And a lot of things that we wrote together was maybe just as great as anything we each came up with, right? Because we had a chance to, you know, as a writing partner, man, it's sometimes it's difficult to form a, a, a relationship with someone, you know, because, you know, you just don't know how it's going to work out that way. I had a lot of good fortune with, with Eric and Kevin, too, and and and, and, and even Mike, uh, Failer. So, you know, I mean, it, it's been cool to work with different people, but... I think the chemistry that's always found to be the most unique chemistry, chemistry is the original chemistry. Yeah, exactly. Kerry Rothman, the way he sang back then, which he's still capable. I mean, obviously, he's killer. Well, we would so, always present an idea to him, and we'd just say, okay, bro, you're, you're batter up, man. Put the lyrics on yeah. it. Give us the melodies. Or sometimes I have melody ideas. But, you know, for the most part, man, Kerry was a little different in those days. He's a little bit more focused these days without saying anything bad about yeah. him. He's always been a great singer and very talented guy. But we dealt with a lot of different things. No, Kerry has I mean, grown leaps and bounds as yeah, yeah. a songwriter, you know, which is tremendous. Yes, I mean, yeah. he gets it now, you know. His head's stable. His, his mind's stable. And... Look, man, you know, it's it's a pleasure and an honor to work with a guy that good, just like you, Mike, you know. So we've been kicking around the idea as we approach our thirtieth year of, of being a band, we're gonna we're gonna do an anniversary party. And I mean with Mike uh, it, it would be fitting to include him because he hasn't really been doing much with music and doing some other things. But you know, when you think about going back to, you know, the very beginning, man, you know, paying tribute to our first album, Dopamine, and our our years of being together as a musical group, um, it's just something we feel like would be fun to do. How do you not do it? You know what I mean? It's like the four founding fathers of SLED, right? Like, yeah. you know, you know, the Yankees have four guys that were like they're the four core, right? I mean, everybody so, great has their four cats. There's that, always something very unique about original members that form a musical group. And a lot of people maybe that aren't musicians don't understand. It's, a, it's almost like creating a child, man, because... 
you create something. You know, we started with nothing. We just didn't have any idea. We knew we were going to be playing a, a certain style of hard rock, heavy metal music. That was what we all come from the same school, but you don't know what you're going to get. Right. And it's the toughest thing is getting a band formed and up and off the ground. That's the, especially an original band, because, you know, back then the music scene was really incredible. And, you know, we, we, we had a lot of competition. There were people that knew who we were. They were gunning for us because they knew that we were good musicians and it came upon us on St. Patrick's Day in 1995. I remember Bill Burkle and a few other people. I, I went and I said, hey, man, we're ready. So we want to debut. And our first show was St. Patrick's Day. I want to say it was a Friday or Saturday night. I don't know. But we, we played at the legendary Bacchanal. That was our very first, which is no longer here. But uh, when we looked out from, from behind the stage, it was sold out. The place was packed. It was a great show. It too, was a man. great show. And, you know, people wanted to, people, Great memories. people wanted to see, you know, what this was all about, what we were doing. Well, and, the cool thing about it, Mike, you remember some of the great shows, Dockin' in Reno, oh, man. Dockin' oh, at Fourth yeah. and B. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joan Jett up in Reno, Nevada. I mean, you Reno did some great. Blast. And then the first big Cinderella, tour we ever a tour did. with the Bullet Boys. Yeah, San and then Francisco, we had, uh, man. Gilby Clark yeah. and uh, Tishy Guns out and there. And Tishy was in yeah. the band. It was like. I mean, we were really fortunate to get some really cool things in, in the beginning of SLED, you know, a couple of years later, you know, the first record, the second record. You know, look, at we worked with some big names. Working with Al Petrelli was probably, at that point, the best producer we'd ever worked with. And we're going to play a couple more legendary songs from our first album, Don't Mean. We've got to take a commercial break, though, more with Mike Feminelli. AM 1170, one on the answer. KCBQ San Diego, Swell Radio, RFUA. We'll be right back. There's more RFUA Swell Radio on the answer, San Diego. That's right, party animals. Scorpion percussion. You want some sticks to kick? You got to go to Scorpion Percussion, located on 5955 Megatron Boulevard, San Diego, California. Check out the exclusive Dino DeLuke Signature Series drumsticks with sled on them exclusively at Scorpion Percussion. Get with Smitty. He'll give you the best sticks to kick. Scorpion Percussion, a San Diego corporation. That's right, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. 9635 Mission Gorge Road. Long-running eatery and sports bar. Serving American comfort food in a casual diner-like atmosphere. Jimmy's Famous Restaurant and Sports Bar. 619-448-8994. That's 619-448-8994. Remember, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. Hey, this is Darren Lee from Y&T. You're listening to Swell Radio RFUA with my brothers from Sled. Turn up the radio, rock and roll. Well, at least paying our bills is out of the way. Let's rock. Swell Radio RFUA. Welcome back, Swell Radio RFUA. Very nice Saturday night. So, you know, how do you gauge the hit songs per album? But we, but based on the audience's perception of, of what songs they like, this one was one of their favorites. We happened to make, make it last on the album. It's quite fitting for what's going on today. And uh, it, it's called Golden Chair, and it's something that Mike and I co-wrote. And it probably is one of the very best songs I think we ever wrote together. And you guys will hear it now. Take it away, Todd. Check out the solo. It's 
classic ending to an album, a live fade out. So fitting, right? So that's that. We're going to sw- throw it over to Swell. The odds take it away. Hey, Mike, outside of Sled, I know you were the guitar player at Mark Tory and solo band. Mark, of course, is the singer in the Bullet Boys. Kush Johnson was involved in that project as well. What else can you tell our listeners about the band and the experience you had working with them? Um, yeah, the band was actually called Kush Johnson, yeah. which was a kind of an imaginary figure. So there was nobody in the band had that name. But oh, Mark, yeah, kind of no, Mark himself, Kush Johnson. Yeah, yeah Mark he was Kush Johnson. Oh, he was Kush Johnson. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Mark was the singer, and then uh, we had Melvin <laughs> Brannon, who was he played in some Dan the, Reed Network. Dan Reed yeah, Network. Sick. He's a killer funk player. Um, Pete was and the then drummer. Pete Newman was the drummer. He was also the drummer in the Bullet Boys. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, we did a couple shows. Um, we did the Viper Room and the House of Blues in Hollywood. And then Mark relocated to Florida and pretty much made it impossible to continue that project. So that was kind of the end of it. But it was a good run. Um, I have a recording. The songs are killer. It's a shame that nothing else ever happened with it because uh, it was definitely hit the time. It was a, I would say it was a lot like Foo Fighters, that kind of. Well, jam. one thing about Mark Torian, man, a lot of people don't realize the guy's a musical genius. And I, I, when I tell you, when some people make it big, man, they make it big for many reasons, not, not just based on the one hit song. And, and I, that goes for a lot of people that we know who maybe didn't have a whole not, gigantic <clears throat> success. But I'm telling you, man, certain people make it because they're that brilliantly talented. We had a chance to work with him. Remember, we wrote a song. Uh, what was the name of that song we wrote with him? We, noise, noise, fantastic yeah. song. Dude, dude's a brilliant songwriter. He is, and he uh, knows a lot about music. Performer, and, yeah. singer, guitar player, talented guy. Yeah. Oz, go ahead, Dino. Oz, you had another question. Yeah, yeah another question. I said it. I did, Mike. I wanted to ask you if you had to name the single biggest musical influence on you, who would it be? Was it a particular performer or a group? Or who would it I, be? I would have to say Randy Rhodes because of the time. I just remember I was probably like 13 years old and uh, Diary came out, Blizzard was already out and I was so obsessed. I probably I probably played 10 or 12 hours a day, learned both albums note for note. I mean, it may, listening to it would make the hair stand up on the you, back of you my neck. You and 10,000 so, 10, other yeah, kids I across the country who play guitar at I would that say time. that was number one. So I mean, even that, above Van Halen, for some reason, Randy's well, songwriting just triggered something in me that let made me want to play. How about the current guitar players that are still happening? Say, give me five of your favorite guys, man. Guys, right now, yeah. Uh, Guthrie Govan, and uh, I'm still a fan of some of the older cats that are still playing, like Vi and Satriani. I even like Eric Johnson when I want to sure. hear something a little mellower. But we're going to get to the, the one more. No, no, we're going to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One Go more ahead, name. One more name. One more name. Uh, Ingve? Nah, no, not, not so, so much. much anymore. He was a big influence, like around the late 80s on me. What about uh, what Bi about Lynch and whatnot? George I still Lynch. love George. Yeah. George How about Eddie? Were you an Eddie guy? I was always an Eddie guy. Of course. Randy was just number one at that time. Well, there so. you go. We're going to get yeah, to the but, track. This was the very first Sled song ever written, and uh, a lot of people didn't know that. And maybe a showstopper, maybe not. But this is Taxman, everybody. Touchdown. 
That was Taxman by Sled off the Dope Mean record. And that was the first original song we've ever wrote as a band. And I got to tell you, man, Mike and Kerry were like Batman and Superman. It was like, it was amazing, man. The, the moments that we recorded these songs, there was just super magic in the room, man. You know, I'll be honest with you. They always say a great band's first record is the first record. And I have to agree with There's that. There's always something very special about the first song that you write together. And as far I mean, Mike plays incredible souls, but I don't know if there was ever a better solo he played on that album. Carrie I mean, killed too on that. On that song. No, I, mean, I love that one yeah, too. That's one of my favorites. So. Swell Radio or if you ain't gotta take a short pause to the cause we're gonna come back to Swell Ozzy Music Mint Sled Track of the Week. All this coming your way on AM eleven seventy FM ninety six one on the answer. KCBQ San Diego. We'll be right back. There's more RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer, San Diego. Listen to Swell Radio RFUA anywhere. Download the Answer San Diego app on your phone or listen online on theanswersandiego.com. For all your tattoo and piercing needs, make sure you check out Last Day's Tattoo, 4919 Newport Avenue, San Diego, California, 92107. That's Ocean Beach, California. Call John or any of his wonderful artists. Piercing, tattoo, anything. 619-546-5150. That's 619-546-5150. Last Day's Tattoo. Hey everybody, this is David Ellison from Megadeth and the Ellison Solo Band, and we are hanging here with Swell Radio, RFUA, my friends from SLED, where we are discovering the undiscovered. Keep it loud, keep it rocking. Back to the Rock on 96.1 FM at 1170 KCBQ. It's Swell Radio, RFUA. Ah, welcome back. So, Dino, do you know what time it is? You know what time it is? I know what time it is. Do Do you know what time it is? It sure is. It's time for the Swell Aussie Music Minute. Take it away, Oz! Welcome to the Swell Aussie Music Minute. Straight ahead at Sabotage. The band was originally called Avatar. That was 1978. It was started by brothers John and Chris Olive. They began playing out in, in Florida later that year using the name Sabotage. Steve Wachholz was student as the drummer. Ronald Sisson would soon become the bass player. Next, they won the prestigious YNF Pirate Tape Competition, a talent contest hosted by 95.5 YNF, a huge station in St. Petersburg, Florida. This eventually led to the band's first album, Sirens. It's on par records. Dan Johnson produced it. Keith Collins is the bass player. That same year, they released The Dungeons Are Calling, Combat Records, Dan Johnson producing again. The band tours as part of the Monsters of the Universe tour with Quiet Riot, Exodus, Raven, and Overkill. 86, we see the album Fight for the Rock. The band was very disappointed by this album, playing the blame on the record company, trying for radio-friendly hits. The tour sees them opening for Kiss and other shows with Metallica. Soon the band would take a break so John Olive could work on John Waite's new album, contributing on four songs on that one. 87, it's The Hole of the Mountain King. This one had a cover of Bad Fingers Day After Day. Johnny Lee Middleton is now the bass player in the band. Their next album was Gutter Ballet. That's on Atlantic Records. Paul O'Neill produced. The band called this their best album, owing it to a bigger budget and better production. John Olive plays piano, keyboards, drums, and bass on most of the album. Next in Sabotage was their classic album, Streets, Atlantic Records. Paul O'Neill producing this one again. It's a concept album based on a character named Downtown Jesus. The band opened for Paul Stanley on his solo tour away from Kiss. Soon, John Caffrey and Al Petrelli were added to the band, along with Jeff, uh, drummer Jeff Plate, and the new singer was Zach Stevens, formerly of Wicked Witch. Their next album was The Edge of Thorns, Atlantic Records, O'Neill producing again. 
This album was previously recorded material, though, with Olive playing guitar, Middleton at bass, and Wachholz on drums. Soon Chris Olive dies in a car accident, sadly, and he's replaced by Alex Skolnick's. Next album from the band was Dead Winter Dead. It's Atlantic Records, Olive producing. This is all new material with Petrelli and Caffrey appearing on the album. This one sees the band going toward classical music instead of their old sound. The next one's called Handful of Rain. Alex Skolnick is the guitar player on it. Producer Paul O'Neill plays rhythm guitar on this one. The band toured Japan, and the result was live in Japan, recorded at the KitKat Club in Japan. Next, John Olive and Chris Caffrey began working on a side project called Dr. Butcher. John Osborne was the drummer on that. Next side project is the huge success, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, which originally was sabotaged with a full orchestra. The next studio album from the band was The Wake of the Magellan. There was no tour for that because of the overwhelming success of TSO. Poets and Mad Men was the next album from Tavitash Nuclear Blast Records. Olive produced it himself. He replaced Zach Stevens on vocals for this. When the band toured, Jack Frost was the rhythm guitar player for them. And finally, after a 20-year break, the band was back recording an album called Curtain Call. It's all new material. Zach Stevens, Olive, Petrelli, Caffrey, and Johnny Middleton involved in this. I understand the album was recorded, but it's been delayed because of a household accident that left John Olive with a broken back. When I have more information on Sabotage, I will give it to you. And there you have it, the Swell Aussie Music Minute on Swell Radio, RFUA. Yeah, freaking awesome stuff. So you heard the old stuff. We're going to get some of the new stuff. The newest album, Blood Moon. Here's the title track. This is Blood Moon. More sled for you.
From the old to the new, that's Blood Moon, the title track of the new Sled CD, Blood Moon. And, uh, you know, I, I, the question is, do we maintain our, our sound? Do we have that distinctive sound? And, and, you know, if you ask me, I'm going to tell you, we do have a certain distinctive sound. When you hear a Sled song, you know it's us. I mean, and the changes over the years have, have come and gone, you know, especially in the bass and drum department. But I think we've always kept it right where it, where it had to you be. You never got rid of the drummer, dude. What are you talking no, about? No, the change has come in the drums. I mean, in the uh, guitar and bass, I'm sorry, in the guitar and bass department over the years. But we've always kept, you know, a certain type of signature type of sound, which I think, actually, we kind of recaptured on the Carry. Well, of course. And, you know, Mike, I'm sure if we handed Mike some of that stuff to play, it would be nothing for him to play it. it he could play anything. He could play any of the stuff. The stuff even he didn't write, I'm sure he could play any of it. He's talked about some of the older stuff, other stuff he's heard he thought was really well done, too. So, I mean, like I said, coming up for SLED, by the way, Tuesday night, April 9th at the Ramona Main Stage. We're opening for Tom Kiefer's solo band from Cinderella. Tickets are available. Hit any one of us up, and uh, we have another show tonight, right? Yeah, it's Pete's birthday party tonight up at Alpine at the Casino Inn. Uh, we start rocking right after this show tonight, man. Actually, so we're already on stage, 7 to 11. We want to thank Mike Feminelli, our brother. In, awesome in, having in, him, uh, in Rock and roll, and uh, there'll be more coming your way. <laughs> A lot of good stuff coming your way. Ladies and gentlemen, AM 1170, FM 96.1 on the answer, KCBQ San Diego, Swell Radio, RFUA. Good night, America. Sayonara, San Diego. Joining us for RFUA Swell Radio. Join us next week at this same time as the celebration of rock and roll music, both past, present, and future, continues. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. This has been RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer San Diego. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.